You found it. Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. Here's your hosts, young Ari Gold and John Wade, the Garnet Texan. All right, guys, welcome to Texans Unfiltered. I'm young Ari Gold. I have the Garnet Texan here with me, John Wade. How's it going, people? All right, we got Texans OTAs going on right now. Um, not too much to talk about. Obviously, uh, they're just wrapping up their second day today. Uh, but it, a, a lot of good things came out yesterday. Uh, you know, I think one of the biggest um, shining spots for me was uh, Robert Nelson. Yep. Uh, I, I really am excited about that. I think that's exactly why we let Bouye go away. He really honestly wasn't a liability last year. Just uh, a couple penalties on the deep ball that that were called back but he seemed to always be in the right place at the right time and and i just think we produce good young corners yeah robert nelson i mean he definitely had a actually a pretty good game against the colts i yeah. mean you're gonna remember the penalties you're gonna remember the inexperience and him kind of getting in his own head a little bit but i mean he played actually all things considering he played very well um, he's got probably the best straight line speed of any of the cornerbacks currently on the roster. Correct. So if he's able to actually put it together and play, you know, like the good parts of the Colts game and learn that consistency, then he he'll be fine. I mean, he should only have to be the number three, maybe number four, depending on what they actually decide to do with Kareem. Right. And even coming out of OTAs, we don't even know who Kareem is practicing with other than the defensive backs. We don't know if he's practicing as a safety or a cornerback. So that'll kind of be telling. Yeah. And then, you know, with Curtis Drummond, uh, you know, back and healthy, it looks like he's having a, a nice OTAs as well at the safety position. So we're looking like it could be either him or Corey Moore. I haven't heard much about KJ Dillon yet, and I'm still looking. He's still out hurt. Is, is he hurt? Yeah, he's still out um, recovering. Okay. Um, they haven't cleared him to practice at his OTAs, which are optional. So but neither him or Kevin Johnson are currently out there with them. OK. And, and so the, that could be a lot of why Curtis is, and Corey Moore are getting a lot of the reps right now at the safety. Um, I do think Andre Hall will probably lock up one of the spots. He hasn't necessarily been a liability uh, in coverage. He has been a liability against a run uh, in the past couple seasons. But it'll be nice to get a nice, strong safety in the box. And, and I'd like to see what Curtis Drummond or Corey Moore can do. And then once KJ Dillon comes back, I'd really like to see what he brings to the table. He looked okay in the couple games that we saw. He looked like he wasn't tentative. He was, you know, ready to make, uh, you know, whatever decision he felt in his gut was right. He he, he could tackle. He can hit. Uh, he looks like he'd be a good piece. I, th- I think the one thing that fans probably want to talk about the most is probably the quarterbacks. Um, obviously, with uh, you know. It being OTAs, it's not necessarily anything written in stone, but Brandon Whedon's had the best OTAs in the last Yeah, I don't know two whether days. I don't know whether to laugh or cry on that. Right. Granted, I mean, Whedon it looked more comfortable in the Texans offense when we picked him up as a midseason free agent than Whedon has looked as a cowboy or even a brown. Absolutely. So maybe Bill O'Brien knew how to get through to him. Maybe the offense just fits his strengths a little bit better. Yep. 
Um, I'm just trying to be optimistic because we're talking about Brandon, but Brandon fucking weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, it's great. I, honestly, I, I mean, I know we're talking about Brandon Weeden, but I like that he's comfortable and this is his third season in, in the, you know, in our system. So all it is, is just gives us more of a confident quarterback room. Obviously Deshaun's up and up and down right now. And that's, that's to be expected. So yeah. don't freak out yet, guys. There's a lot of time left. We, we can really start to see what Deshaun's going to be when football actually starts, not these OTAs and, and Savage had an up and down day too. I'm, I'm honestly not too worried about that. These well, are Savage. It's kind of, I mean, Savage, it's kind of expected. It, this is the first time that he's had to deal with the pressure of being a yeah. starter. And not only that, he's got to deal with the pressure of having a somebody right behind him that was drafted to be his successor. I right. mean, that's not a small amount of pre- pressure. No. But Savage, again, people keep commenting on it. He's probably the best natural thrower of the group. Um, and I think that honestly, we're going to be better off this year than we were last year. I agree. I still think we'll surpass the nine, the nine wins that we had last year. Wait, real quick, though, off topic. Did you see Brock's interview today? <laughs> did you oh my gosh it, i mean it was the greatest thing i honestly think i've ever heard brock has only had any success as a starter because he got to play with four, with two of the top defenses at the past decade um honestly if he brought the defense with him to cleveland i think he could say look at the tape but when you look at his tape i mean maybe like Two or three throws a game, he looks all right. Yeah. Uh, check out this audio clip. You know, I'm not going to compare the two situations because, uh, one, they're two different teams. Um, they're two different systems offensively, how we do things. Um, my sole focus right now is on this system, this team, and uh, being my absolute best I can possibly be for the Cleveland Browns. But are you good enough to be a starting quarterback in this league? I mean, across the system. Absolutely. Why? I, I think the proof is in the film for the past two years. But, I, but some people would say the proof's not in the film from last year. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, he ended that with, it's okay. Well, oh my God, that was right. great. Until we that's, play, the, that's a meme waiting to happen. You just know, FYI. Until we play the Browns, that is the last time we're talking about Brock. Absolutely. But Brock I can't is wait. dead, gone, buried. We don't have to worry about him I anymore. I feel like we should end the show with. Can you why are you a, or can you be a starting caliber quarterback in this league? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's how we should end the show every week. Just oh, because this dude. No, uh, no. Anyways, back to OTAs. Yeah, there's a, you know, there are a lot of good things. The one thing that I love the most, and obviously it's a it's a story that people have been following with uh, Quisenberry being back on the field. Uh, he was playing a lot of interior guard. Uh, on the line and i like that it's nice it's nice to see the success story aspect of all of it right and and honestly we held on to this guy for a reason too it wasn't just to help him through cancer bill o'brien likes him as a football player and what he brings so if you can fight through cancer i'm almost assuming that he's going to be able to put something together and it may not be right away it may be you know, come training camp where we start to see him get back into football shape adding the weight he's needed adding the strength back that he's needed It'd be great to have him there for depth specifically. Yeah, I mean, you can always use good offensive line players. And I know there's a body type on a guard versus a tackle, but um, Xavier has played both guard and tackle his rookie year. That's probably part of the reason he sucked is because they moved him around everywhere. Yeah, but he can do it in a pinch. So there's no such thing, even though 
Um, it actually is beginning to look like we might actually have a little bit of depth at the guard position. But hey, if Quisenberry makes it, that is the story of the I think that's the story of the offseason. Like to come back Absolutely. from cancer, to come back from that. And I mean, it's he's exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting. You, you're seeing you're not only seeing somebody battle through a, a, a life threatening disease, but then beats that and comes back and can potentially become a competent starter. It's great. I, I just I want to see us on prime time and them showing the clip of him breaking the bell. Oh, that'd be awesome. That, that, that was be... such a great audio. That was such a great video clip. I, I, it was so exciting just seeing this guy, you know, knowing that he's been around you know, the team the last couple of years too, and still kind of here. It's just exciting. It really is. So Kendall lamb, uh, pancakes came out, said he's going to be our starting right tackle. Most likely he wouldn't be. Well, let me rephrase that. He said that he, he wouldn't be surprised if Kendall Lamb was our starting right tackle. Well, that's great. <laughs> I mean, I mean, 2015 undrafted. I mean, he's that'd be great if he can do it. I yeah, mean, he can't be worse than Chris Clark. Well, hopefully, you know what, I mean, hopefully, whomever our quarterback ends up being, it looks like it's going to be Savage. Um, they just get the ball out in a hurry. They actually do the things that Bill O'Brien wants to do. And all this talk and worry about our offensive line will be pretty much negligible. Yeah, we're going to have the big bodies in the middle. We're going to be able to run the ball and tackles. Should be a luxury if everything's clicking, Um, but we'll see. I mean, Lamb, he's they've kept him around for a reason. Um, There's got to be a reason they were not more aggressive in the free agent market. I, I mean, don't think for, there was any out there that they felt were like, I felt like I think they thought they were going to have to overpay. Yeah, and they felt like the talent pool that was there was not worth overpaying for. I mean, yeah, there. it's just it wasn't a good year for tackles, not in the draft, not in free agency. If you had them, you kept them. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, but let's keep moving. Um, I like the fact that. They kept Lonnie Ballantine around. He's one of those guys. I think that if he if he can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy, we're talking Lonnie Ballantine for like three years. Yeah, I mean, Lonnie Ballantine, Lonnie Ballantine. If he can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy, he's got the range, he's got the speed, he's got the he's got it all, Mister Relevant. And yet we still hey, think they that kept him around. I get it. He, he's made it to an OTA, which is a huge step for him. But it's one of those things. He's one of those players that if we get lucky and we get him healthy for a little while, he could be a a huge role player. Like he's not going to come out there and be a pro bowler or be a star, but he's people think that he can. That's because he's a freak athletically. That's what you need at safety. Yeah. If you look at the greatest safeties in the league right, right. now, they're freak athletics. Well, athletes. if you get him in there and then Dylan and then Dylan, but I'm just talking about the ability to actually shut down the middle of the field. Like, again, great. we've talked about it before. We have the two great thumpers and McKinney and Cushing. Yep. And then with our, with our draft um, going after Cunningham and then Shaquille Richard. Am I saying his name correct? Yep. Um, but Cunningham, Shaquille Richard and Ballantyne, if they all come in and they're all healthy and they're all able to contribute that weakness that the Texans defense had, you've got three players that all of a sudden can cover up scat backs. You've got three players that can all of a sudden put a hit on a tight end like that. That would be the Achilles heel. If you look at last year's tape, you put a smaller tight end or a scat back out there and you just outrun our linebackers. Those three players instantly solve that. And not only and if they're all healthy, we don't have to rely on just one of them to do it. 
It's very true. <laughs> you all right over there? <laughs> Just, so I've realized now while recording this podcast that I do not need to be on Instagram while we're recording because I'm watching a dog driving a moped right now and it just cracked me up and I couldn't hold it back. I honestly kept looking at you hoping that you would just keep a straight face and you did, but it didn't help. So anyways, if you guys want to see a dog driving a moped, just go to Instagram. Man, I was uh, hoping for something uh, great like your your QB genocide or something. Oh, QB genocide. Dude, have you, the pictures are sidebar picture. Of it's QB almost like genocide. they knew we were talking about it in Reddit. And oh, shout out to Bulls on Charade for coming up with that. Absolutely. Bulls on Charade. Um, yeah. But it looks like JJ and Javian heard you. And so they're like, well, here you go. Here's some pictures. Well, and not only that, like they just it's like they both accept each other. Yeah. Now it's like JJ said, you proved yourself to me this last season. So now it's time, my young brother. Quarterback genocide. You know, and I, that'd be so fantastic if they're both able to kind of swallow their pride, because here's the thing. I think both of them on bad teams will be superstars. Yeah. I mean, JJ's already proven it. Absolutely. Um, Clowney's already shown that he has that potential. Yep. But I don't think that with both of them together that they'll be able to operate on superstar level. But combined, the two of them can help push our defense to a level that is never been seen they may not have the individual statistics but our team defense should be insane you just have to think about the matchup problems yeah i mean it's gonna be insane well which one's gonna play contain which one's gonna actually rush the qb are they both gonna rush the qb then where's merc and then you still got Merc reader and And then then, still got mckinney you just got you got mckinney led the league in sacks last year for for middle linebackers i know I mean, you just think about all the matchup problems we're going to cause. And if we get one player crazy. that can cover a running back, if they won't have, can be that guy, all they don't even they don't even have to shut down the running back. They just have to delay Contain. it so the quarterback can't go. Oh, shit. And drop it off. Yeah. No, I agree. I, it, I've never been more excited about a, our defense than I am this year. I, I cannot wait to see. I think we lead the league in sacks. I think we lead the league in in hell in uh, lowest uh, points scored against our defense. I think we hold the league in uh, most or least amount of yards per game. I think this is like this is going to be one of those defenses like the Broncos, like the Seahawks. We're not going to be the 85 Bears, but we are going to be that dominant of this era that people are going to talk. And I don't think after just playing it through my head. I think Savage will go through the whole season and I think he'll be the starter if he stays unless, healthy, unless he gets hurt. Yeah. Um, and, and I think we, we have a good enough defense to where if Savage can just be better than Brock, literally, that's it. And nothing else. If he could just be better than Brock, I think we I mean, if we I go from we having the number 32 quarterback in the league to the number 17, 20, 17, 20, I would take 20. Absolutely. All that's of a sudden, enough. that's that's and an, that's an extra ball over. That's an extra touchdown a game. Yeah. I mean, and he doesn't turn the ball over that. All right, John, uh, thanks for for, you know, having me over today to do the podcast. We are Texans Unfiltered. I'm young Ari Gold. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Reddit at young underscore Ari underscore gold. And uh, you, you can follow John on 
Reddit at Garnet Texan and then in my name on Twitter. And then you can also follow us as a podcast on Twitter at TXNS underscore unfiltered. Yep. And we appreciate it. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. Feel free to follow, click like and subscribe. All of that good stuff. Please do a review. We, we want to hear from you guys how we're doing, what you think, what you want, what we're not giving all those things so we can become a better podcast for you. We're not going anywhere. Uh, we're learning the audio side of it right now. But as we master that, the podcast is going to get 10 times better. So just tune in every week. We're going to give you quality content and the audio will actually continue to get better. So uh, I'm Young Ari Gold signing off for Texans Unfiltered. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.